Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Metaphysical Podcast. This is your host, and I am interested in discussing an incident that happened to me at my cousin's house. It popped up in my head a couple of days ago, and I was sitting there trying to figure out, like, what am I going to talk about next? What am I going to talk about next? And so I said, you know what? Let me think about it. Next thing you know, this popped into my head. Now, I don't know if this has ever happened to any one of you all, but when you have poltergeist activity, some people don't understand the difference between ghosts, poltergeists, um, you know, the vortexes in your home, et cetera, et cetera, portals that people may have opened up while living in your home. So now, now you got all kinds of energy flowing through your house, but... Um, I had a cousin, I have a cousin who used to live, uh, in this old building in the Bronx. And, um, I mean that the building had to be all over, like been out since like 1800, like 19 early, not 1800, excuse me, more like it was old. So maybe like 1940s. Yeah, I'll say like 1930s, 1940s. It looked like it was one of those. It's definitely a pre-war. So um, the point is, is that I went over to see her initially. Uh, You know, it was her, her kids or whatever. We had a good time, you know, and everything was, was fine. You know, we would drink, we would have fun, you know, and all of that good stuff. And then... She started saying stuff like, oh, there's, you know, we have a ghost in the house. Like, we got a a child, a ghost in the house, like a little kid and shit, right? So I'm, I'm like, not taking, I'm like, how, what are you talking about? So one day, I'm sitting in a living room, minding my business, right? Watching TV. I think I was watching TV. Or I had just sat in the living room and was on my phone, one of the two. And all of a sudden, out of the corner of my eye, I saw the towels uh, that were sitting on top of like this rack fall down. So the rack didn't fall, but the towels on the rack all got pulled out. It looked like someone literally grabbed the towels and pulled each towel out. Boom, 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 boom. And I looked quick, and I, as I'm, I look, I see the towels falling. I said, what the hell? Uh, you know, and then I turned back. I was like, shrugged my shoulders like, all right. And then I, it's like I didn't pay no attention to it. So I went back to doing what I was doing. And then all of a sudden, the CDs on top and DVDs that are on top of my cousin's television fly off as not fly off like they just fall but fly off as if someone is swiping each one off of the top of the television wap, 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 wap. so that happened I get up and I'm like telling my cousin what, what I just saw and she's like yeah that happens uh and this is during the day this wasn't even at nighttime. 
Um, she said, yeah, it happens. Sometimes things move. Uh, you hear footsteps and so-and-so and so-and-so. So I was like, all right. So at this point, I'm like, all right, she, she has something in here or whatever. I didn't bother to ask her to like cleanse the house or whatever the case is. Cause I don't think, I didn't think at the time that the spirit, you know, or, or whatever was really tormenting them, you know, and they seemed to be cool with it. So I was like, all right. So a couple days later, I go back over and we're sitting in the kitchen having a conversation and I don't know if any of you guys remember the old tin cracker cans, uh, the white, uh, what's it called? Uh, the saltine crackers. They used to come in a green container, a big green container. Um, anyway, she had one of those on top of a shelf in the kitchen uh, over the, over a table, the dinner table. And we're sitting there talking and then like all of a sudden, the cracker can flips over and lands uh, upright on the um, on the table, and I just look at her. She looks at me, and I'm like, "Well, <laughs> something's trying to get our attention." And she's like, "Yep, I told you, you know." And 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 it wasn't when it flipped over. It, it didn't flip like oh something shook it, and it just flipped off, and then it fell. You know, no, that it looked like someone picked it up, flipped it over, and then made sure it landed face up on the thing, the table. So, um, this is an experience of I feel is poltergeist, um, but uh, they were comfortable with it at the time. The only thing is, what I realized over time going to see my cousin was that it started to affect the house. It started to, uh, if you know anything about spirit energy and entities, they tried to absorb, uh, some tried to absorb the energy from people that are in that environment to survive or to get stronger to, you know what I mean? Uh, so, it's almost like it will create a chaotic and confusing environment if you're in that space so that it it can absorb the energy and power of everybody there. Um, and, and, you know, so... And I'm sure that this has happened to a lot of people. I think it's happened uh, in my mother's house when I was living with my mother... Uh, you know, and we were in this environment. Um, I, I'm, I still to this day think that that it, there's an energy in there that does that. Um, that's why you may see sometimes you you'll go to people's houses and it's like chaos, uh, especially those people who aren't spiritually inclined, uh, because you know they're not in the know of these things. So it, it, it's easier for these spirits to come in and uh, absorb people's energy at that point. If you don't know, you don't know, you know? Uh, so, yeah. 
What else? So you 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 definitely have to be mindful uh, and you have to be cautious of you know the people that you have your, you have around you because these people could be carrying specific spirit energy. Um, I've there's been times where I would be at work and I have um, clairsentience. Um, and I'll, it doesn't happen all the time, but I'll, I'll see people walk by me or say hi to me and they'll have an energy, a spirit or whatever with them. And then, you know, I don't say anything, you know, because I don't want, um, one, I don't want people to get freaked out, you know, And two, I, um, it's, you know, I try to keep those things to myself. Um, but I've seen in one day, I've seen, uh, entities with people, um, dark squiggly lines. Like they'll, they'll come out in different forms. Like one guy, I think he had just come back from India and, you know, good friend of mine, and he's like, oh, hey, Mike, what's up, you know, and I'm like, hey, what's, you know, what's going on, and I've, I saw this, this squiggly line type energy with him when he got off the elevator, like, he got off the elevator, and it was, like, right behind him, uh, so, uh, I didn't say anything to him, I just kept talking to him, and as I'm talking to him, the squiggly line kind of turns sideways and then, uh, and then turns back and I just leave it alone. And then, it, you know, it just walks off with him. Um, and I've I've also seen uh, squiggly, squiggly lines come up from the floor. So I'll be sitting in a spot or standing somewhere. And I'll see something come up from the under, you know, the floor below me and come up squiggly lines. I've also, uh, when I was studying, I started to study the uh, fae, uh, fairy type kingdom uh, stuff and started reading a book called um, Liba Null and the Psychonaut, the two books. Um, I think Peter J. Carroll. And I started to implement those specific things. Uh, um, And I started to get into the fairy realm and the Irish type of mysticism uh, because, you know, I did my blood lineage and, you know, I'm I'm part, uh, I think it's called British Irish or something like that. Uh, So... I wanted to kind of get in touch with various aspects of my my bloodline, um, you know. So it, it's partial. So every it, I'm a mixed breed. So it's uh, you know it's actually uh, 54% of one thing, and then 40 something percent of another few things. Uh, so, but anyway, I started to do that, and it required me to do some morning and evening rituals, uh, salutations, 
and giving off energy to the world and to people that I you love and what have you, or just people in general that needed the help. And I also had to go to certain parks and open portals in those parks, you know, and so on and so forth to show gratitude to the spirit realm. Um, and then uh, when I when I get home, um, the, the one part explained that I needed to I, ended, I, I started the process of creating what they call a wand uh, where you could get a stick It's best to get like a natural stick from a tree branch or something like that and make it your own. So you could write your name on it, uh, fix it up however you want, add crystals to it. You know, whatever you want to do that that helps to conduct the energy within you to it. Uh, And then um, and then take that and use it for protection. So you would take that or take a ring that you had and create almost like a pyramid like shape around you or circular shape around you. And at each point of the pyramid, for example, you would put a symbol there, a cross, or a, a Star David, or um, um, or what they call a Merkaba symbol. These are like lock and key type symbols. Uh, uh, you know, because I know a lot of people when I say cross, they're like, "Why are you using a cross?" You know, but that's okay. That's ignorance. It's all just symbols, symbols of protection, just like sigils you are used for various things. Um, that's what that is. So anyway, I decided one day that I was going to do it on my bed. So I sat on my bed and I took the wand that I made and I put it around. Uh, I made a square around my bed and then I put basically the pyramid style lines above uh, with the energy that I had. So I visualized the energy from my heart coming out and my third eye coming out into my arm and going into the wand, into the end of the wand and actually creating a white protection around me and above me and so on and so forth. The minute that I did that, Right in front of me, I saw two types of squiggly lines. I saw a clear, liquidy squiggly line, which was almost like a misty kind of squiggly line. And then another one, I saw a black squiggly line. So this is how I know that these are entities. These are spirits. Um, So I saw that. And then I spoke to somebody that I was working with at the time, and they were like, yeah, that's so-and-so and so-and-so. Granted, uh, also earlier that day, I had to go to my building's community room, which is basically like a little office where you could use the computers and whatnot. So I went in, did what I had to do, and as I'm getting ready to leave, I go to pull on a door, and the door's not opening. And I keep pulling, keep pulling, keep pulling, the door's not opening, I let the door go, and I turn it again this this uh, opposite way. It doesn't open. So I turn it again. I'm like, I know I'm not bugging out. I turn it down. I notice that the lock is unlocked. Pull it. It doesn't open. 
And then I'm like, okay, what the hell? Y'all need to stop, basically. Stop playing. I got to go. And then I turn the knob the same way, and it boom, it just opens. So these things happen. It's happened a couple of times to me. Um, so, you know. If you guys have any of these types of experiences, just know you're not alone. I'm thinking about doing a YouTube channel on this. I really didn't want to, but I'm thinking about doing it. Um, anyway, subscribe and like, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if you if you are on uh, any of the channels, Apple, I think they give you a way to subscribe or follow or something like that. Uh, Anchor.fm. Go ahead and follow me, subscribe and like. Um, I try not to put any um, any more advertisements up. Um, I just want you guys to get the real. I'm not really trying to get any money from it. Obviously, if I could get a couple cents, that's great, you know, but <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> uh, yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, just be mindful. If you are dealing with spiritual activity, it makes no sense for you to just be afraid the, your entire life and not understand it. You know, once you understand it, it's easier to work with and easier, easy uh, to understand. OK. Um, there's been other incidences where not happening to me, but it's happened to other people. Uh for example, this lady that I knew, uh, Monique, she was about 45. Yeah. Yeah. She, she, I met her at, at work. Um, and she was somehow, she felt the need to express her house being haunted in Queens and, and expressing herself and, and explaining how it, she thinks it's a, an older man who died there and who is still roaming the house. She said that uh, sometimes she would find her refrigerator open, her lights would cut on, cut off. Uh, She would see someone sometimes walk by the kitchen area and, um, you know, and in her bedroom and so on and so forth. So I I gave her my suggestion and I, I said, look, hey, this is what you should do, but don't be afraid of it. Because she told me that she screamed at it one time, like, get the hell out, ah, you know. And I said, look, this thing's probably been there before you even got there. And if that's the case, uh, it either it wants to stay and it's just trying to show you that it's there, it's cool, you know what I mean? Uh, or it's probably just going about its business and not even thinking about you. Uh, or it may want to be released from the house and in order for, and it's a lot of people don't notice sometimes it's required of you with your energy to help release the spirits that are stuck in your house. Your house is a vortex for them. So they can't get out the house. They can't get in. They don't know how to do it. So when you open, say you open a window or something like that, you burn some sage or um, whatever you have and you say, you know, any spirit that would like to leave is free to leave and, you know, and just kind of push 
the uh, push the smoke out the window and just keep saying that any spirit that would like to leave could leave, um, you know, and, and do it that way. Um, or if you want, if you want them to leave, like you're uncomfortable, you could also just say, you know, uh, leave this house, leave this house, you know, or something to that effect. Um, uh, so basically that's what she did. She ended up going home and, and doing that. Uh, and she, the next time I saw her, she said there hasn't been any disturbances, the person it doesn't seem to be there any longer, et cetera, et cetera. And that was the end. That was actually the last time I saw her too. So hopefully she's doing well. You know? Um, yeah. So like I said before, ladies and gentlemen, like and follow uh the the show. I think I might start doing some stories, like, you know, and kinda um, some true stories that that I uh, that I've come across in the past about you know natural and true events and stuff like that. Um, you know, for example, uh, people going missing in uh, in the rainforest in the forest, not even the rainforest, but just in a, in in well, in the forest period uh, in the woods. <clears throat> And I noticed that in a lot of these videos, people try to justify it as being, oh, it was it was a bear, it was a human person that looked like a bear grabbing somebody. It was this. They're trying to their ego is trying to rationalize why this person would go missing right in front of somebody and their clothes be right there, but the body would be gone. And then they end up finding the body in a remote location that it's almost impossible to get to uh, and whatnot. But what needs to be understood, and and I've had personal experience with this, um, what needs to be understood is that there are portals and vortexes in these forests, in these woods, in these parks. And, and there are definitely spirits and entities in those, those forests and parks. The druids deal with them all the time. You know, nature, nature spirits, nature energy. That's what they call them, the fae, the fairy kingdom. Some people call them the demons, the sprites, the this, the that. You understand what I'm saying? In various cultures and spirituality and lineage, they call them different things. So, that being said... This, if you watch something 411, uh, I forgot something 411. Go to Google, go to YouTube and click and click on that. Uh, people go missing in the woods and type in 411. It should, it should pop up. Anyway, um, uh, there was another video that I heard of that a guy, uh, who was a, an excellent hiker, ended up going missing right in front of his people ended up going missing and ended up being in a whole other state not coming back to the same state but being placed in a whole other state with different clothes brand new cell phone brand new backpack 
right? And he was in the same state. He ended up being in the same state that his mother was from. So he ended up somehow getting back to his mother um, when he was lost in the woods. So now this is one of two things. This could either be a psycho, a mental, uh, um, what's it called? A psychological, uh, um, what's it called? Vortex within us, right? A black hole that we create within us because our body is as above, so below as within, so without. Our body is made up of the stars and the solar system that you see above. And the earth that you are actually on. And the solar system and darkness that that is below you. So if you are in that zone. And you end up going through some type of a portal. Or something like that in the woods. I think if your mind is focused on a specific place. Then you end up going to that place. Um, And I think that's what happened with that dude. So, just be mindful, excuse me, if you guys are all in the woods and, you know, y'all are camping, make sure y'all stay with each other, you know, and and whatnot. Um, And this is going to be the last thing. Um, I know I've heard so many stories about Haiti and, 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 and matter of fact, not only Haiti, Nigeria and these, and, and. And a lot of these other places, they have many stories, Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic, uh, you know, uh, uh, Brazil, you name it, Mexico, like everybody has their own spiritual story that New York, I've, people have told me stuff, they done seen something in, on the roof, like, it was just crazy, um, but just be mindful that there are, there's a spirit realm. Um, there was another incident that happened that I was talked that 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 was I was told that happened uh, in the, on an island, not in the U.S. And I'm not gonna say where because uh, I don't want it to be all out there. But the individual was saying that they were walking down a path in the woods and heard um, some people running and turned back and saw a vague clear image of a person running ran through the woods Uh, and then some other people were like in the distance chasing trying to chase this person and the guy turned around, uh, and when he turned around, this thing was right in his face, and the thing said, shh, put his finger to his lip and was like, shush, be quiet, like, don't say nothing, don't say that I'm here, or whatever. So he was like, all right, and one of the rules I was told out there in that place was, you don't, you don't, if something spiritual happens, you don't talk about it, um... Long story short, the people came up trying to find him. The guy's like, I don't know. I'm just walking my path. I'm going home. And 
Um, and then it, and then they left, and the guy came back from around the tree and was just like, you know, thank you. In his the figure, his 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 clear outlined image that you could see through, you know. So if if anybody is dealing with this. I think the mind is structured where when you watch movies and stuff, you think these things are not real, but they are, Um, you know, so anyway, that's going to be it. It's 28 minutes in. Hopefully you all are having a wonderful day and I'll be talking to you soon.